Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is a 45-minute flow class. We're glad you joined us. When you're ready, grab your mat and we'll get started. Shoulders, upper back, anybody, everybody want to feel good in those spaces? Um, and what's interesting about those uh, for our practice, for our nerdiness practice, one of the ways we uh, get those to feel good, it's, it's not quite like the deep, long, held pigeon stuff that we do that, that really helps them. It's the mobilization. Uh, they're different muscles. They're used for different things. And so treating them differently in our yoga practice is a really good idea. So uh, when I have about movement, I'm not talking about chaturanga. I'm talking about the more gliding, flowy movement with the upper body that unlocks some of the, um, the locked tension, because that's uh, generally how it gets in there. So we're going to mobilize it out. Everyone looks skeptical or sleepy, so I would say have some caffeine right now or uh, grab some water, um, make your body happy. Then we'll start on your back in constructive rest, and uh, that should at least appease. If you want a deep, long-held shoulder stretch, um, this is not your day. <laughs> but one of the reasons we, we don't particularly do those very often is that they can get into ligaments and uh, connective tissue, then that's something that we don't really work to stretch, uh, at least not in this practice. So uh, you'll feel good though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. If not, write in, tell me. Let's start by bringing hands to your center line and feeling your breath in your body, underneath your hands. and. The hands uh, take on their role of sensory. In Iyengar yoga, they're called sensory organs. They have, for sure, a sensory function in our lives. We feel the world with our hands. We express ourselves with our hands too, with our arms. And the connection from hands to our brain, right, through our arms, through our shoulders, through our neck. So much of what we do and sense and take in right, is running through this area that we're going to work with today. With the hand that's on your navel center, feel your breath move deeply into your body. Get a few breaths that really feel that area fill up. And then feel the drawing in of the core body and to the very end of the exhale, really pull the abdominals back toward the spine, just investigating how far that goes for you and what you feel under your hand as you do that. And then turn your attention to the hands on heart center. As the abdominal wall rises and falls with the movement of the breath, a stillness here at heart center. So you'll feel the rib cage expanding side to side. You'll feel a gentle expansion here. But rather than that work of up and down and up and down, more subtle, lighter. breaths where you 
Just filter your attention from the hand that's on your belly to the hand that's on your heart. And notice your ability to feel both things and the, the contrast of those two things. So for sure in this practice, we're gonna stretch, we're gonna strengthen. We're also learning to feel, to perceive, to sense what's going on inside of us. It's part of this wider practice of yoga, the, the big why yoga, pursuit of self-knowledge in the pursuit of a peaceful life. One more breath here. Notice if your hands as they're doing their sensory work have become warmer or more tuned to themselves or changed any way in your perception. On your next inhale, we're gonna take the arms up toward the ceiling. Just let your arms float from center line up toward the ceiling. Reach through the fingertips, slide your shoulder blades up off the floor. As far as yours go, you can press sacrum down, lowest rib down, back of your head down. Then on your inhale, you're simply gonna float your arms back toward the wall behind you and your arms are gonna line up with like eye level, back up directly to the ceiling the whole time reaching through the fingertips and keeping the shoulder blades up off the floor. If you need to rest, rest for sure. Time this out with your breath to inhale, reach back and really reach for the back wall. Exhale as if moving up against like heavy air or resistance back to reaching up. This next round, you're gonna go past reaching up and reach for your knees. Go ahead and add a little abdominal curl here if you want, you don't have to. And then inhale, take it back and reach for your back wall. Take that whole breath in, reach long, and then go again. You can press the arms up as if against resistance, then press the hands toward the knees. Maybe you choose to come up into a lift of the upper body. It's suspiciously like an abdominal crunch, but uh, focusing in mostly on the arm motion and the movement of the fingertips forward like you're trying to reach beyond the knees and if it makes you happy to do that with a lot of abdominal work on the exhale that pulling back of the abdominals with the breath then you do that one more and stay with the arms reaching behind you you're going to pull to cactus, hovering the arms above your floor, your mat. Um, cactus arms out to the side, level with the body. And inhale, reach toward your back wall. And then cactus and the elbows to shoulder level and cactus above the floor. Elbows to shoulder level, cactus above the floor. You can even pull the elbows a little more toward your hips, a little more in toward W's. And reach back and continue with this exhale into the cactus with this floating cactus <laughs> like our yoga practice we're not going to focus on the uh, the lotus in the in the mud puddle we'll, <laughs> we'll be the floating cacti that seems to be more more doable 
two more of those. Pull down, hover the arms. If you're feeling some bicep work there, yes, you're right. One more. And stay with the cactus shape. Then exhale, you're going to pull the elbows toward one another over top of you. And inhale, take things back out to the cactus shape, hover. If you need to rest, you rest. Press the elbows toward one another as you exhale. Then as you inhale, take the arms out and hover. Exhale, pull in. Inhale, out. One more time. And then out to the cactus again. Now, if you have room to straighten your arms out without hitting a wall or any furniture or you got some space, take the arms wide out, uh, hover them above the floor, and then you know, snow angel the arms back behind you, cross one wrist over the other, and then arms back to all the way down to the side. So total snow angel, if you can uh, find the room. Might get creative. Uh, I turned sideways. If you, you can turn sideways on your mat, then you'll have the room for this. Bring the arms above the floors. Alternate the cross of the wrist. And again, if you need to put the arms down to rest them, do that. As you're taking three more snow angels, feel your shoulder blades moving out and up with the arms down and in with the arms as they go through range of motion. If there's like absolutely no range of motion uh, for you to get your arms, just do this with bent elbows. One more, finish up where you finish and then bring the hands back to the center line. One hand to your heart, one hand to your navel center. Let the arm bones rest now, heavy down into the floor. Note the sensations in your arms, shoulders, your neck, your hands. You bring your knees in onto your chest and rock up and back. Make your way to seated. And take a moment to arrange yourself well, sit with good posture for you. And we'll take the... Uh, the, the usual shoulder shrugs. Now, focusing in on something unusual for you, bring the back of your head up and back. So one thing I'm seeing already on the screens is that as we do this action, the head wants to go down and forward. We wanna go back toward like gravity, honestly. Pull the center of your chest up, pull the back of your head up, and then do the shoulder shrugs, but keep that focus on the back of the skull, that nape of the neck lengthening. Uh, you can think about points of your ears lifting toward the ceiling. It's always good to have pixie ears for a little while, but not to like go out in public. But well, I don't know if you go to like those things, those things that people go to. Um, those like I don't know, I don't, those conventions. What are they called? Like Comic Con, that kind of thing. Yeah. All right. Is your head still in place? I'd like to say that I did that to distract you from, but it didn't. I just. I've had too much coffee. 
one more round. You're moving the shoulders, but you're keeping the posture upright, lifting the back of your skull. Then let the shoulders slide down. Let the elbow points get heavy. And we're going to bring chin toward the chest. And pause here. So now instead of the face dropping down and forward, it's chin tucking in. And there's a big difference in those two uh, actions of the body. Right here, we're asking the muscles to lengthen out in a stretch. When the head goes down and forward, we're asking them to support the weight of the head off the axis of the body. Here, just elongation. And then from the nape of your neck, from the back of your head, the base of your skull, lift back up, stack the head on top of the spine. Super slow, you can look over your right shoulder, just take your head over there. And just imagine that there's someone, someone you love who's got their hand against your cheek, your face cheek, and pressing the cheek into their hand, gently pressing your face. So you're, you're getting a little bit extra in the turn of the head just by that imagined pressing. If that doesn't work for you, you can imagine pressing your cheek against the wall or back to Iyengar to that pane of glass or whatever. I don't know, human touch is kind of nice. Breath in, then slowly again back across center. Level your chin, set your gaze point straight ahead. Be sure the head is balanced at the top of the spine, then turn to the other side. And like you're pressing cheek up against a nice warm, gentle hand. This is the, uh, the warrior two stretch. And rather than buggy with it in warrior two, do this with that awareness of turning the head at the top of the spine, the top of the axis, and setting your gaze straight out from center. So do this, look out of the left corners of your eyes, then bring your eyes back to just looking straight out of their centers, soften. And then do it again, look out the left corners. <laughs> yeah. Side eye, then look straight out of the center and note any difference in sensation. Like first of all, the muscles get to relax. Yeah, nervous system too. Come on back to center slowly and back of the head up and back. Take a big shoulder shrug. Ah, that looks really good. Much better. Everyone got a facelift. <laughs> Easy, yoga facelift. Bring the back of your head up and back. Come on over to hands and knees <laughs> and we'll take some rounds of cat and cow. Press your hands down, round your upper back as the main action for cat. And then main action for cow, press your hands down, pull back, maybe even a little bend of your elbows to get extra pull there. Back and forth. Deep breath. I was actually in an ashram in Rishikesh, India, and the teacher uh, made us do face yoga every day and told us that um, well, it was very, very hard to be the only woman in the room. But um, he said to me, he said, uh, you do this, you won't have to have cosmic surgery. 
American women have so much cosmic surgery. And um, I'll refrain from the face yoga postures, but um, I will never forget being told that we have too much cosmic surgery. Back to center. Sometimes having cosmic surgery sounds like a really good idea. Walk your hands out in front of you. Move your hips down into just the lightest up dog. Lift the center of your chest forward. And then we're going to press back almost a child's pose, but instead round your back like cat. And then forward again into that really light, nice feeling for you, up dog. And then back into almost child's pose, but add the cat back. Slide forward. Glide back. Pull navel centers to spine. Chin in. Last one. And then back to child's pose. And place your forehead center down. Slide your arm bones back beside your legs. As long as it's comfortable. I'll walk the, the knees in in the classical child's pose arms by the sides, the back of the hands on the floor, palms just open, not needing to spread wide or anything like that. And then let the arms round over the legs where you get the sensation of spreading your upper back. You can play with the tuck of your chin here. For some of us, we'll like to be a little more tucked in. We feel good. For some of us, uh, more center of the forehead. If you've never checked it out, now's a good time. Next inhale, come back up to your hands and knees. Walk the hands, one hand step forward. And you can continue with what we just did if this next one doesn't work for you. I like it. It's, you know, your mileage may vary. We're gonna start with moving the hips out to the right. Come around to that light up dog. Then we're gonna exit that over to the left with the hips moving in a circle back to the starting point. Then we'll do the other direction. Hips move out to the left. You draw yourself into that light up dog. The hips move out of it to the right. You play with the distance here. Almost like an even longer stride into it. And again, if this is not for you, this movement of the hips or the movement of the shoulders in this circular action, uh, go forward and back again as you were. Of course, if that wasn't working for you either, then don't listen to what I say and you do you. One more round. Moving through that really light up dog, enjoy it. your way back to center and tuck your toes under. Let's just do a little bit on the feet. So press your hands down forward with the toes tucked. Send your hips back like you were going to child's pose. 
your feet a little, not, maybe not equal time of focus, but at least a breath. And we'll float out of that. Press your hands down and forward. Slide your hips up and back, down dog. And then forward to a high plank, glide in. Exhale, press back, down dog. Take three more of those. There's a lining movement with breath. Catch yourself in the high plank. Elongate to the top of the inhale. Feel yourself in the down dog. Right. Send your hip crease up and back the duration of the exhale. Get one more with your breath, unhurried. Lift your heels up, straighten the legs. Walk your feet, just a few footsteps in. The heels lift higher. Leg goes as they can there. Lift the hip crease up and back, elongate from the thumb and first finger, the L shape of the hand, down and forward, hip creases up and back. One more breath here. Just your ring and pinky fingertip as you exhale. We'll look forward and walk forward into ragdoll. Wrap your arms around one another or wrap your arms around your legs. Another option, place the arms to your thighs. Let your body rest on the arms. Regardless of the arm mudra, let your head get heavy. Focus in on the head becoming a weight that brings some ease to the muscles of the upper back. It's like assisted stretching. And you don't need to pull on your head or anything like that. Unclasp your hands. So uh, the whole sensory experience becomes looser, right? If you're gonna take your head, totally cool. Just like know that the, the pulling, the clasping, those efforts usually get in the way of, of relaxation. And we'll take all those grasping, gripping parts out. You want to do some work, press your feet down, press them slightly out, draw your abdominals in. Get a breath here. And breath out. Release your hands to your mat and walk your feet together. Press your feet down and on your inhale, reach up to stand mountain pose. As you exhale, you're going to pull down the cactus arms. So you inhale, squeeze your shoulder blades together like sliding doors on your back. And then elbow points toward one another in front. If the elbows get together, pull the hands out toward the sides. And on an inhale, reach up as if you're being drawn up to the ceiling by gentle hands on your wrists. And then exhale, fold forward. Bend at your knees, fold at your hip, let your head go. We'll breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, down dog, or chaturanga. 
to a really nice, well-placed up dog. Heart up, back of the head up and down dog. Breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway and breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, pull down, cactus arms. Press your feet down, lift your heart up. Breathe in, squeeze shoulder blades together on your back. Back of the head back. Then elbow points together in front, heart up. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, bow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. Low push-up, heart forward, back of the head up. You know, I skip this for a down dog. Then upward facing dog. Thumb and first finger, knuckle down. All the way up to your brain lift. And then down dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Sit back, Ukatasana, reach straight ahead, right out from the shoulder. So arms paralleling the floor, but really reach forward. I'm trying to give something away there. Exhale, bow. Breathe in, lift halfway and walk the feet, hip distance apart. Step your right foot back to a low lunge. Blocks could be good here under your hands. Inhale, straighten your front knee. Let your head drop. Exhale, pull into your front heel. Draw forward into a low lunge. Back knee could be up or down. Heart forward, back of the neck long. Again, press the front foot down. Lift the hip up and back. Let your head go. Pull into your front heel. Heart forward. Back of the neck long. One more of those. Back knee down. When you inhale, reach up on Janiyasana. When we exhale, we're going to bring the arms down and out to the side. If you have room to go straight, go straight. Uh, if you have room for a cactus, go cactus. We're going to inhale, take the arms way back, squeeze the shoulder blades toward one another. When you exhale, you're going to wrap right arm underneath left like a bear hug. Then inhale, unwind. And again, squeeze the shoulder blades together, take the arms way back. And then other arm on top, bear hug. We call this move the Aunt Francis. Inhale, the arms way open. And then exhale, hands to your mat. Step back down, dog, or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Inhale, take your right leg up and back behind. Bend the knee, big step into a low lunge. I'm up for crescent. 
I'm going to work the arms back behind. Let's go down and back. Come down. A lot like locust. When you exhale, squeeze the arm bones in towards center. And then release to the sides. Inhale, squeeze shoulder blades toward one another. The pinky finger sides of the hands are coming together behind you. We're not trying to get the hands together. Keeping palms forward, but using the back muscles. Getting the shoulder blades unstuck. Back to the sides one more time. Squeeze shoulder blades together. Let the arms come to the sides. Then on your inhale, reach your arms forward and up. Little back bend to the degree you'd like. The back of your neck is long. And then exhale, fingertips to the floor up front. Step your back foot up, feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward. Lift the hips back, Uttatasana, chair pose. Reach forward with your arms, really reach. You got that box of croissants, you're trying to give them away. And then exhale, bow forward. If you want to give them away, I will take them. Oh, breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, toe heel your feet apart. And then left foot forward, left foot back. Don't go forward, go back. Straighten and bend in the front knee. Press down, lift the hips up and back. Dig in. As you're here, notice how much weight you're putting into your hands. Uh, this is not an arm balance exercise. So as light as you can get there, they're there for, for stability. We don't necessarily need to float them. Right? Not an all or nothing. And it's not a uh, proof how tough you are. What are you using them for? Are they getting stressed? Do you want that? Or would you be better served with maybe blocks or just a lighter touch, more awareness? Back knee comes down to the mat. And inhale, Antanyasana. Good. And exhale down to straight arms out of the sides, bent arms out of the sides. You do you. Inhale, squeeze the shoulder blades together and back, take the arms out. Exhale, wrap. Left arm under, bear hug. Inhale, open up. Back of your head up and back. It's gonna tend to fall forward here, but you're not gonna let it. Set your gaze straight ahead of you, I love And open up. And then hands to the mat. Step back. Down dog or locusta. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Press your thumb and first finger knuckle down and forward. Keep that when you inhale, take your left leg up and back. Bend your knee, take a big step into a low lunge. Breathe in, reach up for press. Breathe out, bring the arms down at your sides, palms forward. When you breathe in, you can bring the shoulder blades together on your back, bring the arm bones even more back and in towards center, and then release that. As we do this one, the head's going to try to fall forward again. Not as badly as I just did that, but for sure, for most of us, a little bit. 
bring the back of your head actively up and back as you go. It doesn't need to go in. We're not tucking the chin in. Elongating up again. You got those pixie ears. They're reaching over the ceiling. Cosplay. That's what it's called. Usually that would have come to me like later on in the day when I couldn't still didn't come to me at the right time. Bring arms to your sides on your inhale, reach up. And then hands down up front, step your back foot up. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. I gotta check with Gretchen. Gretchen, that's the term, yes? You guys, thank, thank you to all the geeks in the room who knew that. Everyone who's cooler than me, I appreciate it. Heather, Zach, Jess, y'all got in there. Inhale, Katasana, reach forward. This is an elaborate charades. Bow forward, breathe out. This is going to go on the podcast. And, uh, the, the whole wide world can, can laugh at me and know that Gretchen, Zach, Heather, Jazz, <laughs> they, they were on it. Plant your hands, step back. Some of you, other you may have okayed me too, but man, they were, <laughs> they were like on family feud. They were hit the buzzer first. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your right foot forward, back foot turns flat, warrior one, reach up, and then exhale, bring the arms down to your sides, and then that snow angel action, arms up and out to the sides. When they get to shoulder height, you might want to turn the palms up and keep the, the palms up until you get back to shoulder height. So it's rotation of the arms, then squeeze in overhead. And then as they come back down, rotate palms in. That might be the, uh, the kindest thing for, for your shoulders. One more of those. Uh, and now, then pause with the arms down. We're gonna walk the front foot into warrior two. Inhale the arms up. Set your gaze over that front hand and Maybe it's the thumb your gazing point is set at. Maybe it's the middle finger. Wherever you're setting your gaze, it's the turn of your chin, the reach through the back hand, right? That establish where we're gonna be looking. Then look out of the center of your eyes. We'll inhale, straighten the front knee and exhale, bend it. Inhale, straighten and exhale, bend. One more inhale, straighten, exhale, bend. This time, as you straighten, pull the right hip crease back, right hand to the shin bone, left hand comes behind the head, uh, right behind it, not touching it yet. Give it a little room, then take your head back to the hand. And if this is uncomfortable in your shoulder joint, like real bad, uh, definitely come out of this. Cactus arm's nice here. Hand of hip is nice here. If you can get the head to press back into the hand, do it. Then lightly curl fingertips to the side of the head, the right side of the head. Let the head 
get a little heavy into the hand. And you can let the right hand slide down the leg to the floor or the foot as you like. Your breath in. Bend your front knee as you breathe out. When you inhale, when you come up and reverse, lift your rib cage, press the right arm up with the lift of the ribs. And then back through center, hands to the mat, step back down dog or chaturanga. Up dog. And down dog. Press your hands down and forward. And then step your left foot forward. Warrior one. Reach up. Then exhale the arms down. You might want to turn the palms out to the side this whole time. Go up in that snow angel cross. And then back down. And we're kind of alternating the arm that crosses in front. The arms do uh, stay kind of aligned with the eyes as they go up, a little in front of the ears as they go up. Same thing here, set your gaze straight ahead. Your eyes at eye level helps to maintain the set of the head at the top of the spine. For much of our day with the head forward and down, we're, we're angled down and then the eyes look a little up to see usually a computer screen or out a windshield. You pull the head back, look, gaze level. It changes what's going on in the muscles of the neck in the eyes and in the nervous system. Right. Just shift your perspective to one of levelness and ease. That might be the biggest deal. Arms come down at the sides as you exhale. When you inhale, you're gonna walk into warrior two, float the arms up. And that practice of turning the head, take your time, turn it as far as it will turn. Set the gaze, practice setting them the eyes straight out from center. If you're not sure, look out of the left corner of your eyes, feel that for a moment, and then return the gaze to center. And you keep that as we bend and straighten the front knee, which may seem like we're doing a leg exercise, but we're actually doing a little uh, bit of that distraction work. See if you can keep the eyes set at that you know, central spot, keep the head in good alignment, one of the helps with that is reaching through your back hand. You may over the course of time in this pose be able to turn the head a little more. Know that if you've got some space, keep the gaze straight out of center. Next one, straighten the leg and triangle. We'll tip in, pull the hip crease back. Top arm, if it's easy enough, hand behind the head, elbow points toward the ceiling, hand goes a little further behind the head, so the head has room to then go back to the hand. Once that's together and the head's in alignment, we're, we're making sure that we're not pushing the head forward with the hand, that the head's just pressing back into that hand and, and everything's opening up the front line. Curl the fingertips underneath and then let your head Give its weight to the hand. That's an interesting side body opening. Also just 
takes the weight of the head off the neck. Of course, if it's all crunchy in your shoulder, that's probably not a benefit of accruing. So you do you. Breath in. So you exhale, bend your knee. Come up through warrior two into a reverse where you lengthen the left side body. And then back through warrior two, spot the floor, plant your hands, down dog or low push up, heart forward, upward facing dog, downward facing dog. Look forward between your hands, walk or lightly hop to seated. Come down onto your back, reach your arms straight up for the ceiling. Lift the shoulder blades off the floor. Bend your elbows like this was an upside down uh, dolphin. I don't want to think about upside down dolphins. Upside down forearm plank. Uh, press your elbows toward one another. Hug them in like get a yoga block or a ball between them. And then just gonna bend your elbows as far as they'll bend. If your hands come down to the floor beside your ears, just note that, right? If you can get that, cool. If not, also cool, stay where uh, it, you can do the hugging in action. If your hands are planted, keep that hugging in action like the elbows were trying to squeeze a block. We're simply gonna take bridge with the lower body. So press your feet down lift and press your hands down if they were able to get beside your ears. If not, bring your arms back to your sides for bridge. Stay. If things are easy enough and you want to continue on into a wheel, go for it. Breath in and breath out. You are in the wheel, set your gaze to the back wall. Might be tempting to look down at your mat, this little over uh, extension of the neck, back wall. And then tuck your chin from wheel, make your way back to the bridge, and then from bridge, everybody down, everyone in the pool. Supta Baddha Konasana. Bring your hands back to your center line. Breath in. And breath out. Notice how you feel. Somewhat of an unusual practice for us. Just want to say thank you for, for hanging with it. And I hope you enjoyed the yeah, break from tradition. There are some finishing poses you want to move into, go for it. If you're ready to rest, it is just about Shavasana time. So make your way there in a way that appeals to you. When you're ready, you rest.
ready to come back. Maybe you can imagine. Let's start to wiggle slowly, smoothly through the hands and the wrists. And bend your elbows and once more return your hands to center line. Have a breath. Roll to a comfortable side. You can be up to seated. And aligning yourself well so that the back of the head moves up and back. Get a shoulder shrug where that stays in place and you feel light and lifted. Bring hands together at heart center, lifting sternum to thumbs and thumbs to forehead center. House great, y'all. Thanks so much for being here. Namaste. Super Seth. Have a great day. Enjoy it. Becky, nice shirt. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.